74 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found my show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. It's kind of like the place where you can go to find everything that you've ever wanted to know about what's happening in kids' entertainment. Yeah, it's nice. It's like opening the fridge and finding all of the vegetables you could ever want, except the vegetables are kids' entertainment. No, that might not work. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. On today's show, I have Mr. Cookie Jar, who is the best. A, very talented musician, and B, collaborates with just about all of the kids' musicians that you could imagine. He's collaborated with so many people, and he's done so much in the kids' music industry. It was a long time coming to put this episode together, but I was really, really thrilled to talk to Mr. Cookie Jar. And he's got a brand new song called Serotonin, which is at the very end of the show if you listen all the way through. If you need anything related to the Good Stuff Kids podcast, like you want to go back and search for any old episodes, you can find all of them at goodstuffpod.com. If you want to talk to me, like you want to email me, if you want to send me, uh, I don't know, a, a, a picture of uh, pizza, that's a great idea. If you want to send me a, piece, a picture of pizza, just drop me a line, mike at goodstuffpod.com. If you want popsicles, I love popsicles. Send me pictures of popsicles. You know, we like um, spaghetti. I mean, it doesn't have to be food, but, you know, food's delicious. Okay, anyway, four plus one coming at you right now. Top four songs in my car plus one I try to get my kids to listen to. Did we have a winner? Four, four plus one. Coming in at number four this week is A Little Bit of You by past guest of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, Andrew and Polly. And congratulations to Andrew and Polly on the birth of their new baby. Yeah, baby! good they're really good coming in at number three is kumbaya by rafi my kids were singing kumbaya at the breakfast table i you know sometimes they just start singing kumbaya don't yours oh wait that's not something that your kids do that's something unique to my kids to sing kumbaya at the breakfast table kumbaya kumbaya lord kumbaya Kumbaya, Lord, Kumbaya, Kumbaya, Lord. Kumbaya. Not, not a lot to say about it. It's just Kumbaya, just Kumbaya, my Lord. Coming in at number two is a return to the countdown, Diaper Man by the Harmonica Pocket. Diaper Man with his diaper on hovers over the front lawn. Diaper Man flies high and straight in his mustard-colored cape. Diaper Man surveys the scene. His diaper is always clean. Diaper Man patrols the skies. Oh, 
Thematically, coming in at number one this week is the theme from the Captain Underpants movie by Weird Al Yankovic. We saw Captain Underpants. My kids review coming up after four plus one. Plus one this week is The Trapeze Singer by Iron and Wine. Here's a great way to ensure that you don't have a winner. Play Iron and Wine for your kids. Enjoy! liked anything you heard on this week's four plus one countdown you can find all of it at amazon apple or spotify support these artists here's a little bit more of trapeze singer by iron and wine Can I ask you a question? What? Miss five years old. Did you see Captain Underpants today? Yeah. And who is your favorite character? Captain Underpants. Was it funny? Yeah. Did you like it? Daddy, no. can I ask you a question? Yes, can you can I ask. Can I tell you about the toilet part? No, we don't want to give anything away. Yes, you can ask me a question. Go ahead. Um, what happens to an elephant when it falls down? What? It bonks its trunk off. Oh, my goodness. Um, Did you want to tell me something about the movie? Yeah. What do you want to tell me? Since I'm free, yeah. I liked all the characters. You like all the characters? Even the mean toilet. The mean toilet? Well, you shouldn't like that guy. Did you like the mean toilet? Yeah. I, I liked when he was nice, not mean. Okay. We should always hope for nice toilets, right? Good stuff. It is uh, it's my pleasure and honor to welcome Mr. Cookie Jar to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Cookie? What's up? I'm good. How you doing? Happy to be here. Nice. I am doing great. Um, it is, uh, it, you know, uh, as I told you before we really started rolling, I, I've seen you in lots of places and, and I'm always so interested and inspired by the work that you do. So it's so cool to get to, to talk to you about what you do, like your stuff. So thanks for taking the time. Well, thank you. It's an honor. Pleasure nice. to be here. Nice. So. Can we start with the name, Mr. Cookie Jar? And not so much the cookie jar part, but the Mr. Do the letters of Mr. Ah. stand for something? Mr. stands for a mystic, innocent, strolling through awesomeness. Wow, that's deep, deep, (laughs) strolling through awesomeness. So if we were to take a step back and and look at sort of your your career arc, when did you start doing um, like kids and family music? Uh, it all started uh, about 10 years ago. 
2007, 2008. And uh, I was just, I, I basically, I fell in love with a woman who had kids uh-huh. <laughs> and I became an insta dad and you know I started you know catering my music towards uh family and I also had some nieces and nephews coming up and uh-huh. so everyone just seemed to respond to it you know so I just kept pushing in that direction yeah. and now I have like a whole career yeah. Children's music. yeah, totally. I mean, th- that that is such a great, you are insta-dad, and I bet you, <laughs> you, I bet you totally rose to the occasion. So what, you, you sort of classify your music, and, and it is it is very, like, aptly named as Urban Island Folky Rock and Roll. So let's kind of take that, like, piece by piece, right? Okay, so okay. How, how do all those elements fit together? I Well, basically, I just, I'm a big fan of, like, like all music. And so, uh, especially the first album, we had like elements of reggae, hence the island. Mm -hmm. And then I I, I was like really into hip hop, hence the urban. Uh And then folky rock and roll, you know, that's that's obvious. You're right, right. Um, So, yeah, I kind of grew up on like punk rock and uh, Uh and like also like the Beatles. So like my parents really liked the Beatles and I was was raised on on, uh, all that stuff. And then my sisters, I had older sisters, they were into like alternative music yeah yeah so like who are some Uh, who are some of those influences oh that would be like uh um 10,000 maniacs rem uh even like like the indigo girls like the cranberries that's Uh what they were into uh yeah Uh, i I grew up in like the south i grew up in mobile alabama oh you Uh, really did grow up in the south yeah (laughs) yeah Uh i used to say before i moved up like uh, I moved in the, uh, to West Virginia in the '90s, but before that, I used to say "Yes, ma'am," "No, ma'am." Uh-huh. You know, I had like a thick accent, <laughs> and it kind of just went away after like two weeks because people were all the kids were like, "Like, why you say? Why you talk like that? Why are you saying yes, ma'am? You just say yeah." <laughs> <laughs> just so I was like, it just I just dropped it. I was like, "This is too. Uh, this is too weird." Yeah, super, super formal. <laughs> but I, you know, yeah. I, I super I, I love the I, I miss the sub. Hospitality of the South, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I got, I got a. Uh, I guess you could say I have like a like a country background. Like country is really big in in West Virginia, where where I grew up in the nineties. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. And um, and it all comes through. It's like such a nice mix in the music. Um, can we talk about your guitar for a second? You're a legit guitar player. Sure, and, yeah. And, and you have a, a like. You're and you play a resonator, right? So for those of you who don't know, resonator's got like that's a, right. Or maybe you could explain a little bit better, but you know, essentially, it's like got its own built-in speaker in a way, and it's just for a specific kind of music. Like a lot of blues players play a resonator and things like that because it works really well with the slide. But and I've heard you play. You played on a, an episode of Ear Snacks, right? So you know what you're doing. That's um, right. So tell us a little bit about your guitar and 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 how you got it and how it came to be. And I think it's a and it's a beautiful instrument. So. Share that with us, please. Ah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, um, I I saw the guitar at my favorite guitar shop in Santa Monica called McCabe's, uh-huh. and it was just it was just there, and I was like, what is that thing? And it was like you know, it's like it's like golden, and it has stars and moons like uh like all around in like this cone this cone shape uh in a circle, and uh and I just played it, it just sounded so good, and it's actually called um. A Rizzolian. Oh, okay. 
which is uh, it's like a smaller shaped resonator. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, they say it's like parlor size. So it's really you know it's a little smaller uh, mm-hmm. than your normal guitar, but it's super heavy because it's like you know brass and, <laughs> and metal. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah, I, I love it. I like to I because you know I I I always love the blues, and I have a friend who kind of plays like slide. Um, and he kind of, I, I kind of just wanted to jump in that world. So I just, I was just like, I think I need to get like a serious guitar. Like finally, cause uh-huh. I've always just like, you know, I was always in those just like cheap guitars, making like the most out of whatever it is. But I was like, no, I think I just got to go with this one because this is the right one. Yeah. And you know, it just felt good. So I, I, I got it. And I actually, I learned the blues after I got it and really? how to play like the slide. Cause I was just like, you know, it's like, I gotta, I can't like not have this beautiful guitar and not know how to play like, you know, some blues and some, yeah. you know, yeah, totally. Some of the, the old school style. Yeah. Is that your main instrument? The, uh, uh, yeah, pretty much guitar is like probably what I'm, I'm best at, but I also play saxophone. Oh, I've cool. actually been playing sax a little longer. Um, and I love the saxophone. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I play. Yeah. So guitar is my main one, I guess. But, uh, I play a bunch, and I'm I'm kind of like I'm like decent at at all of them. Uh-huh. Uh, it's good enough for like recording at home. <laughs> cool. Cool. Tell me a little bit about what it what what a strolling minstrel is, and how this fits into uh, to your life. Ah, okay. So I used to work at a hospital, um, and I still do every now and then. I play like birthday parties there. But I was kind of like a music therapist, and I would stroll with my guitar, room to room, singing songs for uh, for the patients, and uh, and you know I got the you know it was you know people were like oh it's the strolling minstrel and and I kind of uh-huh. just took on that term I was like ah oh, cool you know I just sort of like you know took requests and over over the years I just got you know a lot better at like performing and uh i just felt like i was you know doing doing some, doing some fighting good. the good fight you know yeah man yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so what were some of the i mean this is just interesting to me do you remember like what some of the most uh most requested songs were when you were walking around oh wow they okay so people loved uh uh bob marley and like beatles stuff uh-huh. um and uh i would do a lot of oldies too because uh, mm-hmm. there were a lot of, uh, you know, elderly folks. So I played, you know, I played some Elvis. I played some, uh, like, songs like um, like Richie Valens songs, like O'Donna. Um, oh, perfect. Oh, such a good one. And everyone loved La Bamba. Like, that was, um, <laughs> yeah. that was a hit. That was a hit. Uh, well, right. Totally. Yeah. A lot In every of, way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the kitchen staff who worked there, they, they, they spoke Spanish, and it was just like, they just went crazy. They were yeah, La Bamba. They like they want they always requested La Bamba. So um, yeah, it, it, I also played like um, uh, like I have like a fifties medley that I play with like Blue Moon, Earth Angel, O'Donna, and yeah. uh, Mister Postman, like that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Stand by me, uh, classics, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's super. That's great. Well, it's good. You bring bring a little joy and a little music, and I think that no doubt it was much, much appreciated. Um, so let's, let's shift gears and let's talk about your music a little bit and what you do. Um, you've got a bunch of records out. 
and um, you you are you are known as Mr. Cookie Jar and the Chocolate Chips. So I, I think that like it's important for for people to know who the Chocolate Chips are and what their role is. Okay, so the Chocolate Chips are basically my kids, and uh, <laughs> and they they are right now they're they're sixteen and thirteen, so they're they're definitely not little chips anymore they're more like uh you know like chocolate chunks or something <laughs> but uh yeah they started when they were like six and three and uh uh and they had like you know they had some some friends and cousins who were like in the group uh and they they, they just joined in as chips uh as as years went by it was basically chocolate chips became became like you know all the all the kids who were fans i called them the chocolate chips and just like basically Anyone who's a fan can be a chocolate chip, no matter what age you are. Uh-huh. Uh, so we, we all got to, you know, we're all chocolate chips inside. That's how I look at it. If you're fans of uh, Mr. Cookie Jar and uh, what we call the love bubble, then you're oh, a chocolate chip. <laughs> yeah. So what's the love bubble? The love bubble is, uh, that is a, it's this concept, basically um, the kid's grandmother who uh, who lives in the hospital that I used to work at? That's actually how I met the whole family. Is through okay. uh, the kid's grandmother. Uh, she invented the concept of the love bubble, which is um, basically an imaginary force field that like surrounds her grandkids. That's basically uh, built on love, and uh, yeah. it protects the kids, and it also gives them a way to kind of explore the world. You know, the the more love you put into the love bubble. The bigger it gets, the stronger it gets, um, and so, you know, that's that's how the love bubble was born. She was just like, you know, she wanted me to write a song uh, called the love bubble, and so uh-huh. I did. And that, it's basically our theme song, and uh-huh. it's basically the concept we build. Uh, you know, it's basically the concept for all of the music, and like, you know, the past ten years is based on the love bubble. So. Uh-huh. Huh, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's a, big, it's a big bubble at this point. But I think that, like, like the, the idea, idea of love, the love, love bubble, in addition to, um, like, you have a song called "Gratitude." Like that, that side of the world, like bringing joy, um, seems to be like a really important thing that you do. And I'm curious, like, how does that translate to a, a Mr. Cookie Jar live show? Ah, so. Uh... So I've a lot of times, uh, like for like my small shows, like when I do birthday parties, it's me and my guitar, and um, you know, just like you know, straight up strolling minstrel style, like I've I've always done. Uh, but when we do the big, we do bigger shows. I have like a like a backing track um, okay. with with like beats and stuff, and a lot of the songs have beats to it. And uh, and Ava Flava, my my sixteen year old daughter now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. She uh, she has been like my sidekick on stage for a lot of a lot of these shows uh, since she was like six, and she just rap alongside me. She do she do some you know sing too, and um, and then her little brother Lucas used to join us on stage more when he was younger, and he was he was more like comic relief. <laughs> he was just kind of like you know he just oh he has a, we have a song called Joey the Dog. Like back, you know, it was back when we started and he put on like a dog costume and he was Joey the dog. That was like one of his alter egos uh, uh-huh. that he made up growing up. Uh, 
and he would, you know, so he would just kind of like wiggle his tail on stage with us. And, uh, and so, yeah, they were the chocolate chips and that, that made up the live show that we'd have, we'd have also like a, like a bubble machine at the, at the, at the very end. We still do on, on all our shows. Um, Uh and whenever we play the love bubble and, uh, I think the bubbles basically steal the show. You think so? Yeah, the really? kids are like, "Wow, that was awesome!" But those bubbles, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, okay, so to, and, and uh, I guess another another thing that uh, that is unique to you is, and uh, and I think I hope you're cool with talking a little bit about this is your style. You are a stylish dude. Um, so was that a, you? You wear like a suit and, and a hat and and. And that really adds to the uh, the allure of of Mr. Cookie Jar. And when did you come up with the idea of like presenting yourself in that way? Oh well, thanks, my man. Uh, it, <laughs> it, As someone with zero fashion sense, I just I, you know basically I need advice. <laughs> oh well, well it's uh, you know when I started out, I kind of didn't even have like a look. And, uh-huh. Like if you see like my first album. It's like I'm wearing like I'm basically wearing like this like like a almost it's like a it looks like a robe but it's basically like this dress like a dress with like <laughs> I had like I had like a wig on it was like before I did any Mr. Cookie Jar stuff but um I don't know so I was I was like just searching for I was like what do I get to look like um but there, we so me and my my wife Mrs. Cookie Jar we went to uh we went to a thrift store and we just uh-huh. kind of like we were just like okay let's figure this out and we just got a bunch of stuff and we like mixed the match and eventually you know we found we found the look um mm-hmm. and and now you know it's i i i credit like so much of it to uh mrs cookie jar because she really has like a keen sense of style and uh-huh. then you know we like to watch like uh Heidi Klum on Project Runway together. (laughs) You know, we kind of, you know, I've learned a lot over the years and, Uh and it's been sort of like a, um, yeah, I love, I, you know, I I love to like, I love like looking good and I love like, like taking it a step further each, you know, each year, like put, you know, try and get a new suit, just changing up the look and like Uh pushing it forward. Yeah. It's something I'm, uh, I really like, like doing. Yeah, and um, it's, it definitely like fits the music and fits what you're doing and, and the persona. It's very cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, I yeah. kind of want to have like a visual, like, uh, like kind of like visual clues to kind of understand what the music is doing. So, uh-huh. yeah, like nice. mixing and matching patterns, just like I mix and match genres. <laughs> uh, it all comes together. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drop some names here. And then we're going to figure out what all of these names have in common. You ready for this? Okay. Oh, fun. Okay, ready? Andrew and Polly, Alphabet Rockers, Jazzy Ash, KB Worley, uh, my new friend Twinkle Time, Josh and Gab, the Zing Zangs, Todd McHatton. All of these people are people that you have done what with? Collaborations. Oh, <laughs> nice. So I, I would yeah. say that, that you are the king of kindy right for lack of a better word kindy like kids independent music you're the king of kindy collaborators so how how did this all start and 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 it, it's just so amazing and i just want to hear your your side of and your take on these things oh well you know 
I, when I first came into like kindy music, I was just blown away. I, there was so much talent. And, uh, I, uh, I went to one of these, they used to have a kindy fest and basically all the kindy artists would come together in New York city and just meet and talk and socialize. And I was just, you know, this, I was like, all these people are so cool. Like I want to get to know these people and like work with these people. So I don't know, I guess I had a policy. It was just like, you know, just take whatever comes <laughs> uh -huh, and sure. like, you know, seek it out. And so, and, 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 you know, being like, uh, like a rapper, it's really, you know, it's fun for people to just kind of be like, ah, oh, let's have a, a rap verse thrown in here, like switch it up. So, uh -huh. you know, I could, it's, you know, I could to add that is like a lot of fun for me and it's been, yeah. So all those, all those artists, like they're really good friends of mine. And we, you know, I love their music and, uh, there's, there's probably even more on that list that, uh, you know, that, right. you know, and, and like, I don't know. I just love doing it. And, uh, I'm really good at the whole, like sending things like through email and, you know, I like, I like doing that. I have like my own little studio with my laptop and, uh, -huh. uh I just enjoy the process. It's, it's, uh, it's the best. It's the best. It, and it, it pushes me as an artist and it, it, you know, it helps me get my writing better. And I, I learn like so much just to see other people's creative process, you know, how they right. write songs. It, yeah. It helps me become a better songwriter. Yeah. So, so you're mostly contributing like rap verses to this. Is that, or, or is it different every time? Uh, it's, uh, it's, I'd say it's different every time, but yeah, a, lo a lot of rap verses and, uh -huh. um, um, but yeah, and like singing, like a lot of the song, like with with uh, with Todd McHatton, we we co-wrote the songs like from scratch, like together. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's like might... a, a full side project, right? Yeah, yeah, and and we also do we like collaborate on animations as well, um, and uh, yeah, we we he'll he'll like send me, I'll send him a beat, you know, and he'll like write a hook for it, and then like. And then I'll write a verse and he'll write a verse and he'll be like, what if you talked about this? You know? Yeah. That's amazing. There's, there's so a lot fun. of collaborations like that with, uh, with, with other yeah. artists. Yeah. The, um, the one, the one that I love is the one you did with KB Worley. Like that couldn't be bigger and funkier and, and more fun to listen to. That's so good. Oh, thanks man. Oh, KB's yeah. the best. Yeah. He, he's good. We totally just had like a show together. Like someone booked us both for like the show in DC and he was just kind of came up you know, he just called me up and was like, yo, we got to, we're going to be performing together. Let's write a song so we can perform it. <laughs> I was like, let's do it. And he already had like this beautiful gem, you know, and I was yeah. like, awesome. And then, yeah. um, Patrick from the jam tones, he, he like produced it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh -huh. And like he did like a lot of the instrumentation is him and, and a lot of his, uh, musician friends up in, uh, Boston. Uh -huh. And, uh, yeah, it all came together. That was fun. Nice. Um, so, I mean, the, that's just so incredible. Like, so you and Todd have recorded a, a few songs together, would you say? Or is it like an album or an EP? We have or? about, we have about six songs. Six songs? Okay, cool. Um, and so I guess like there's, it's just such a big, you have such a big catalog and, and so much stuff that you've done and, and all of the chocolate chips. And I think we would, we would be doing a disservice if I didn't ask you like, how can people find you? And, and follow along with what you're doing and uh, and things like that. Well, you just got to look up at the night sky 
and you see <laughs> you'll see a cookie jar constellation and if you follow the stars it'll say you'll, you'll read mistacookiejar.com and that's where you can find all the information m-i-s-t-a cookiejar.com i'm on facebook i'm on twitter i'm on instagram uh-huh. Uh, right. I do have a Snapchat, but I don't know how it works, so don't hey, Snapchat me. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you and me both. I have no idea. Um, okay, so I, I actually, I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna just put you on the spot a little bit right now because I would be, I'm just like fascinated by what your answer would be to this. Um, so think about, you know, before I even ask the question, just think like your favorite music and and a few of your favorite songs. But something that I do on this show, it's called um, Four Plus One, where I play four songs and you've been on the show before like um, one of your songs has been featured and it's four songs that my kids listen to in the car right like over and over because that's what they do at their age they're seven five and three but then I get to like put one of my songs in to try to get them to listen to and um, so like for example I put some like deep hip-hop on it like uh, like blockhead and I put some you know some of my favorite songs and and like there's been a couple winners, right? Like where my kids are like, oh yes, play it again. And um, so like Sabotage by the Beastie Boys and Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. But I would nice. love, if, yeah, right? Like they, they, dig, nice. like they dig the big rock. Um, but if you were to, I would love for you to, to, to recommend a song for us to include on the countdown. And it can be either one that you love. It can be a kid's song that, that you love that you think is really great. Or maybe one of each. I know this is uh, hard for a musician and an artist to be put on the spot like this, but if you got a couple to, to share with us, I would love to hear what they are. All right, let me think here. Um, oh, there's always something like awesome to like yeah. listen to. Um, you know, it's funny because my kids are like teenagers now. And they love like the most inappropriate music, <laughs> so that's what I listen to all the time now. But um, <laughs> they're like, they love gangster rap and stuff like that, and I'm all okay. Uh, you can cut that part out if you want. That's no, no, good. That's good. It's real. It's life. It's real. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I love. Um, let's see. I want to pick like a good song. It's not like a typical one. Um, I'm I'm really into um, that song, uh, you know that song. It's raining tacos. It's no, I've never heard it, but it, I'm gonna find it. It's by um, Perry Grip, and it, it's actually it, it's been on Kids Plays Live, and I actually heard it before it was on Kids Plays Live. Um, it was like this kind of weird, like EDM viral song, like okay. a novel, like a novelty song uh, that totally got prop. Uh, popular and like Nora Jones actually does a cover of it, which is, which is Whoa. beautiful. But it it, uh-huh. it goes, it's just no, it's like it's raining tacos from out of the sky, tacos, no need to ask why. Yeah, and but I don't know, it's it's just it's sort of like this super silly song, but it kind of it kind of has like a like it's extremely like catchy like an earworm uh-huh. is like this edm thing and it's i don't know and it's it it kind of makes you you know it has those core changes that make you like it's like this bittersweet like thing where you're just like it's so happy but like i don't know why i'm crying <laughs> and it's just about like tacos raining yeah I, I don't know i just love it i'm just like when i first heard it i was like what is this it's amazing <laughs> oh my gosh that's oh. incredible and i'm i'm also uh my new favorite uh 
artists in this scene. I love um, um, Mike Furman. I, I love. Oh, yeah. I hear a lot of his stuff on Kids Plays Live, and it just makes uh -huh. me laugh. He's just yeah, like he's a funny guy. Yeah, nice. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for that. Right. Not too bad to be put on the spot. Maybe. <laughs> you, you had, Not too you bad. Handle, yeah, you handle it like a champ. It's raining tacos. I got to find that now. Um, well, Cookie, it, it was so cool to talk to you, and so great to hear about what you do. And your music is is bountiful and plentiful, and in all different genres, and it all hits in a great way. Um, and I can't thank you for all you do for for kids and kids music, and for and and for parents for making it like nice to listen to as well on a lot of different levels oh thanks so much can i just say uh stay tuned there's going to be a lot of new music coming up i'm probably going to drop some singles and there's nice. definitely some new collaborations uh with some artists i don't know if i'm allowed to say but i'll ask them first and maybe you could like say it afterwards if it's okay and if not be yeah. like no nah, it's going to be a surprise <laughs> oh, awesome awesome so we can look for that in the next couple months Yes, definitely. Awesome. Definitely. Cool. All right. We will do that for sure. Um, so again, thanks. It was really awesome to talk to you. Thanks, Mike. Humongous thank you to Mr. Cookie Jar. Such a great time talking to him. He's, he's the best. Look him up. He's got style. He's got pizzazz. He's a good dude. Coming up next week, episode 75, a very special episode with a very special guest. All the Good Stuff Kids podcast episodes have very special guests, but this one has been referred to as Our Guy. So thanks again for listening. Coming up right now is Mr. Cookie Jar's new song, Serotonin. Check it out. Talk to you soon. I want endless serotonin. And all it takes is endless la-la-la. Serotonin, or 5-hydrocytriptamine, is popularly thought to be a contributor to feelings of well-being and happiness. Dig it. Serotonin, serotonin, you get a boost when your heart's wide open. So be kind and let it shine with emotion. And may your serotonin flow like an ocean. Serotonin and oxytocin, the butterflies in your tummy stop the motion. So stay wise, warm and fuzzy, that's a notion. And may your serotonin flow like an ocean. Flow like a Zen master, go pen your own chapter. Half a leave for right now and ever after. Open up doors to warm smiles and laughter. Life's a dance floor, go be a fly dancer. Be goofy, be kooky, stay true. Be one with, with the force and the force be with you. With you, this you, not you. Do your thing when you do. Everybody in the room gets to ping a serotonin. Serotonin, you get a boost when your heart's wide open. So be kind and let it shine with emotion. And may your serotonin flow like an ocean. Whoa, it's serotonin. Everybody, come on. Uh. Now 
know what you talking about, Dope. Mr. Cookie Jar. What you telling me? Dope. It's elementary, Dope. my dear Watson. Simple Dope. chemistry, Dope. chemicals, Dope. dopamine. Now, what's that supposed Dope. to mean? That's a fancy name for the happy in your brain, serotonin. Dope. Like when somebody says, I'm golden. There's a joy when you Dope. keep your heart and my wide open. Mix a little pinch of love with the twist of the motion. Then that's an ear to ear grin potion. Serotonin, serotonin. You get a boost when your heart's wide open. So be kind and let it shine with emotion. And then your serotonin flow like an ocean. Dude, it's serotonin. And oxytocin. The butterflies in your tummy stop the motion. So stay wise, warm and fuzzy, that's a notion. And may your serotonin flow like an ocean. Whoa, serotonin. For maximum serotonin, eat healthy, bask in sunlight, get plenty of exercise, and most of all, spread love. I Stuff.